This is John Walton, and you're listening to the Power Play Point Podcast with the Blue Liner on Point and Anna Knox. Here's Wilson, and on the right side, Welcome once again to the Power Play Point Podcast. This is your host, the Blue Liner on Point, talking to you live to tape from my humble abode in Glen Burnie, Maryland. And it's, uh, wow, an action-packed road trip week that we're going to get into here. Um, some good, some bad. If you like uh, California roller coasters, well, that's kind of what we were on with uh, a Vegas dip. More on that later. Um, so joining me this week, Anna's actually off. Joining me this week is a familiar voice to you all uh, from her own residence in Myersville, Maryland. Uh, C4, Cheryl Ann Forrester. Cheryl Ann, how are you doing this evening? I'm doing quite well, all things considered. I did my salt cave meditation earlier today, so I was able to release negative energy from last night's game and salt cave move into medita- the next one's zen <laughs> meditation hmm mm-hmm. think, yeah, sounds like something place. we could all use oh it's amazing there's it's a up in hagerstown it's this room and it is an entire room lined with bricks of himalayan pink salt and the floor is chunks of himalayan pink salt and you just go in there and you just relax. And it was just release everything. Well, that that's very interesting because my wife and I like to cook with Himalayan pink salt, and it's very rarely re- relaxing. In fact, it gets kind of stressful <laughs> at times. <clears throat> another another discussion, another podcast, another lifetime, maybe. There you go. Okay, so we've got four games to recap, uh, so we'll get to it. But before we do, I just want to put the notice out there to our loyal listeners that, uh, well, Power Play Point Podcast is the only Caps fan-made podcast that is made fresh every week. Uh, all of our episodes are handmade, hand-recorded, hand-posted, hand-published, and if you don't like it, you can talk to the hand. Um, but there you go. So that's who we are. Uh, no, seriously, uh, you listen for free. And um, uh, so uh, if if you have um, if you have it in your hearts, I know it's holiday season, but if you have the movement in your hearts and in your wallets, most especially like to uh, ask at this point that uh, you want to uh, make a donation to us because uh, we're coming up on getting some having to get some bills paid. Uh, it would be much appreciated. Also, I'm kind of looking at maybe a few equipment upgrades uh, and some service upgrades to uh, to get things going a lot better than uh, what we have. So we sound better as a machine overall. So I just wanted to put that out there. I know we joke a lot, but uh, just uh, kind of serious about that last part because, you know, economy's not sucking as bad as it was, but, you know, 
what the hell, you know, got, got to get the notice out there. All right. So let's just go ahead and get into it. Uh, it's four games, as, as we said, first three out in California. Uh, first one against the San Jose Sharks. And uh, because of how awful uh, the Sharks started their season, I think a lot of folks kind of automatically painted this as a win. Well, um, wasn't to be. Uh, it's a 2-1 loss. Um, so let's briefly go over um, what happened in this game. Uh, so it was on a Monday, so everybody was feeling kind of crummy as it was anyway. I thought the Caps kind of started real slow. Uh, took them, I would say, about 10 minutes to get going. And, well, that kind of coincided with the first goal of the game, which was scored by the Sharks, 10-23 to be exact. Um, so they take a one nothing lead. Uh, Kuzi, with his fourth, answers uh, second period, 16-25 in. Van Riemsdyk and Ferravari on the assists, and then Luke Cunning um, on their uh, on the Sharks' power play uh, gets gets the game winner. I didn't think this was a bad game. They got 34 shots on goal. Um, the power play still wasn't getting it together, but I didn't think it was a bad game overall. But just again, it it took them so long to get started, and I think that's kind of what doomed them. But you know, the, the output was definitely there. Um, yeah. So, yeah, C4, what, what, I mean, what did you, what did you think when you saw? Um, I didn't, uh, I'm going to confess. I didn't see the whole game. I kind of fell asleep for part, most of it, but um, just looking at the stats and stuff, we had, we had three power play opportunities. And I think in this game, quite honestly, the power play made the difference. If our power play had been spot on, this might have been a different outcome. Um, like you said, we've got this, we had the shots on goal, the faceoffs were good. Um, so, all in all, it wasn't on paper anyway, a bad game on our part. But I really think if our power play had been spot on, it might have been a different outcome. It, it might have been a 2 2 going to overtime kind of thing, you know. Um, and we might, or we might have won it had we gotten lucky. The other thing is, you know, Ovi's kind of been a little quiet you know once he breaks open that can make a difference so all in all like you said not a bad not a horrible game we did make the effort um it does look like in the third period we did slack off a little bit but so did they we had seven shots they had six shots so the third period may not have been much to talk about but um again i'm not overly upset about this game it annoys me that it was san jose that we lost to but eh. Oh, Move they've actually, next, right? yeah, they've, yeah, true. They, but they've actually I mean, been, playing, a been lot. playing better. They've been playing better as of late. You know, they, they had that horrible start. What was it? They, mm -hmm. they only won one, one, out of, one out of their first 11, you know, but yeah. since then, so since then, you know. Yeah. So to give them their, to give them their due, they have been playing a lot better. And I think, yeah. I think part of it is we weren't expecting them to play that well, you know what I'm saying? Or, you know. Yeah, or and, we we underestimated. I think we underestimated them a little bit too. Oh, so. that, I'm I'm yeah. I I think that's that was definitely a part of it, and of course, um, I mean 30, 30 plus shots on goal. I mean you can't you can't really do much much worse than that. You really can't. 
Right. Uh, and of course, you know, Mackenzie Blackwood stood on his head for uh, half of them. Yeah. So, and we've I mean, always had trouble do? scoring against him. We he have always, always had trouble scoring. Even when he, back when he was in New Jersey, we had issue, you know, so yeah, we, the history with him on, and us is, is, you know, we do struggle against him. Yeah. So. I, I don't know what it is about him, but yeah, he always, he always plays us tough. Um, so I wasn't too, too disappointed, even though, again, it was San Jose. Uh, but yeah, you know, it's, it's, I, you know, one, one of those things, I'm not going to draw a line through it and dismiss it, but I wasn't too, too disappointed because the effort was definitely there, even though it did take them a while to get started. Um, right. now the game, the next game, this, well, I don't know if I have an explanation for this, but well, all right. So the first game. I guess you could say the effort was there, but they ran into the hot goalie. This yeah. game, <laughs> this game was the exact opposite. The effort wasn't there, but we had the hot goalie. Right. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. I mean, we're sitting there going, that- oh my God, how is this score not like, you know, four to two, four to one, you know, whatever. I mean, dang, um. It was, it was, it was as good. I mean, as good as the outcome was that we won, it was so frustrating to watch. <laughs> you it know was, what I it mean? Was, it was frustrating to watch, and but it was also, you know, rip your hair out exciting if, if that I mean, can be a phrase. I mean, total shots on goal and we still managed to pull a win out. How do you do that? Yeah, well. That is I, like here's the thing about that. I'm glad you brought that up because um, my good friend, uh, Doug Lucerarian in the chat room um, said something about that. And it's like, I, I'll, I'm paraphrasing here. I'm not going to quote him, although I could bring it up, but I'll, I'll paraphrase. Now, how can you be happy about getting a win or, or over the moon or, or even satisfied with, uh, you know, playing that way and getting the win? I mean, yeah, you'll take the win after a game like that, but, if you can get it, but that better not be the norm and that can't be the norm. And no, yeah. 15 shots on goal is piss poor for a, 39 for a our pref- goaltender stopped 38 freaking goals. Shots. Yeah. Crazy. That, yeah. That you cannot, you cannot sustain that and hope to get anywhere and I get that this is a learning curve year. I get all that. But this is, yeah, that can't be how you play. That cannot be habit. That needs to be like an ab- a severe aberration. Yes. Um, and unfortunately, I, I think sometimes they get into this habit where they're, they're either afraid to shoot, don't want to shoot, don't put themselves in a position to shoot. And I mean... I, we're we're 15 or 50 what is it 20 no we're well we're at the quarter pole uh so we're 20 20 yeah, plus games in so i don't know i would you would like to see habits like that kind of start to go away but they're but they're not and right i it it frustrates the bejesus out of me when 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 i see stuff like that that they just uh, they they get in position and they don't do anything. They don't put themselves in a position to score, and it's just 
you cannot hope to win games if you play like that. No, you can't, as evidenced by the upcoming. Yeah. No, we'll we'll get to that. But a few words. I mean, it, I I kind of feel obligated to say something about uh, the goaltending because I mean, without it, without the absolute stellar performance of Charlie Lindgren, that yeah, that that game might as well have been a loss. Oh, no doubt. I like like you said. What was it? Um, well, let me let me check the. Uh, so the official score, okay, so thir- yes, like you said, 39 shots on goal um, from the King. Oh, and they they ramped it up, too. I I think that whole, the whole last 11-plus minutes of the period, of the third period, was played in the, the Capitals' end. I swear. Yeah, pretty close it, to it anyway. It had to have been. I don't think. They got a shot on goal the last ten minutes of the game. Mm, I think you're about. I think you're right. At least the last ten minutes. I I, I can't remember even thirty seconds of, of that part of the game being played outside that zone at mm-hmm. all. Yeah, and here's the Man. other thing too. They had L.A. had three power plays. We didn't have a power play in that game. Yeah, well, that's going to be another bone of contention th- this trip. I so I mean, I, and to I don't win know. that kind of game is just insane. That's like literally pulling it out of your ass. No, that, that's true. And you, look, <laughs> I you know you can't you can't necessarily blame the refs all the time, but I, no, I don't think in this game, no, but not in this, this game, game but okay. Quick little, quick little sports history story. I, I, I read, um, I, I don't know if, uh, well, some, some of you old timers out there, especially in the Baltimore area, um, remember the old Baltimore Colts and a guy by the name of Arthur Donovan, Artie Donovan. Um, well, mm-hmm. I, I read, I read his autobiography, uh, Fatso, and he, he described what, um, so, so the, in the old NFL, they had only two teams out, out West LA and, uh, the LA Rams and the, uh, San Francisco 49ers. Yes, they existed all the way back then uh, in the 50s. And he he said they had two West Coast uh, refing crews that flip-flop between those two cities during the season. And and they they always favored the home teams. And I kind of I kind of thought of that and I kind of feel like we've been getting screwed like that because I mean, yes, I know of course the the referees get assigned to all 30 cities. 32 cities, but it just kind of has that feel like, you know, we're going out there and we're not, you know, we're the East coast team and we're, I don't know. It just, it just feels like the, the officiating has been horribly uneven. I mean, what do you think? Uh, to put it, to put it mildly. Yes. <laughs> I, no, I, I mean, think I'm, it's just been, I'm not, and you know, it's like, it almost feels like we're getting picked on. And I, I don't really think we are, but it almost feels that way that, you know, we just happen to be the team that's getting picked on this year. You know, I mean, and, and it's beating a dead horse. I mean, until, unless and until Batman acknowledges it and figures it out, it's going to happen. Oh, he's never going to, he's never going to acknowledge it. But, but like we talked about, I think it was on uh, the Sakurin podcast, you know, if you're hearing refs, you suck 
in stadiums across the league, like everywhere, like almost every game I've watched that has an ours, at least one a night, there's somebody yelling, rescue suck. There's a problem. I mean, if the average fan can see a penalty and the ref doesn't, and you're watching the replay and you know it's a penalty or not a penalty in some cases, you know, there's, there's a problem there and it needs to be addressed. Big problem. And, you know, I, I, you know, I mean, I don't know half the rules of hockey and I could probably call a better game than some of these guys sometimes, you know? And, uh, by, by the way, that would be the Sacrooms Capitals are off the chain podcast. Now, episode three, now out on Spotify, starring I wasn't Marcus Lemley. Yeah, and, uh, and usually me, but I was at an event with some friends. Guest so. starring some guy named Gil. Mm, and some other guy named Jared, who happens to be a buddy of ours. So, good podcast. I actually listened to it today, so I, you know. Take a listen when you get a chance. Yep, yep. And I'll be expecting a residual check any week now. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm returning the favor right now. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Scared anyway, like <laughs> uh, but yeah, six penalty minutes on the Capitals to zero for the LA Canna. Wasn't it? Wasn't as if they were all angels. You know, pun intended. Here, I mean, come on. I, I saw at least three calls that could have been trips or hooks. At least. At least. I and, I, and I didn't even. There a cross I, check? No, no, no. There was, the cross check was in the game coming up that they didn't call. Well, there was a lot that didn't get called, but. Ugh. And a couple that shouldn't have. Yeah, this, but the. the, but the we'll get there. The, the officiating just has been awful uh, to put it in a word. And I think I'm being kind when I say that I really do, because it, it just cannot be more obvious that one team's getting called for the same infraction and one team is not. And when it's that obvious, then there's what else, how else can you explain it? There is a bias in place. And if, if you throw it in the commissioner's face, he will deny it to this living day. He will. Mm -hmm. And that's why I I say that nothing in this sport is ever going to get better or ever going to change until he's gone. And it's never going to reach its full potential until he leaves. And yes, you can say all, all you want that he's in the pocket of all 32 ownership groups. That may be the case, but he's involved in rules changes, marketing of the game, making sure the game gets played right. Okay. Not the owners. The owners just pay him. They pay him right. and they make sure that the owners don't lose money. Okay. He's not, they're not involved in actually running the freaking game. So in that regard, he's done a piss poor job and nothing is going to improve until he's gone. That's my quick rant for this week. So yeah, I, I mean, I'll just say preach, brother preach. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Charlie fricking Lindgren stood on his head. And it had it not been for him, then yeah, it's it's not it's it's a different it's not even worth talking about. It's 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 a different game, and okay. you know I, I'm not going to get into I'm not going to get into uh, well, what if Darcy had started? Well, what what if he'd started? I don't know. I can't say, 
Nobody can say. Yes. So shoulda, woulda, couldas don't mean anything. Exactly. And, you know, maybe, maybe, uh, maybe we would have lost. Maybe you still would have won. Maybe would have scored more, more goal. I don't know. It's too hard to say. But what happened happened, and thank God it did because they came out of there with the two points, and that's really all that matters. Um, yeah. Back to the refs for a second. I do want to make I do want to make another point here. That um, okay, I'm checking the staffing of the Sharks game. Um, uh, summary. Okay, so the okay, so it was the Kings game. And the next game uh, after that, the very same night, uh, not the very same night, uh, the next night against the Ducks up the road in uh, Anaheim, uh, Brian Pakmara was a referee in both of those games. Uh, Yeah. And Tom, I don't even know how to say this. Shimalewski? Shimalewski, yeah, sure. Shim Sham, I, I don't know. Shimalewski, what, what, whatever the hell. Shimalewski, I don't know. Uh, Shimaloozer, I don't know. Um, there you go. He refed this game and the one in Vegas, and I just, I don't know. I kind of th- think that's a little suspect to have the same refs operate in the same series of games. I think that's a little suspect, and that's, you know, that that. That's why I say there's gross mismanagement by the league because they're not seeing things like that. You know, I would think they would want to shake things up a bit, but yeah. But anyway, onto the onto the Anaheim game. So I wanted to focus a little bit more on on this one and the other game from last night against Vegas. Wow, this one. Well, um, I wasn't sure what to expect, honestly, because uh, all I know is uh, I hate the Ducks and I was just hoping for a good win and a good win we got in regulation. But uh, yeah, this one, this one was a a crazy game in a good way. Let's just uh, do what we always do. And it's a rundown to scoring. Um, So 127 in Anthony Mantha gets his fifth of the year, continuing, continuing, his uh, stellar comeback season, uh, unassisted, uh, 127 in. Uh, and then the, the yucks tied it up about 22 seconds later. Yeah. Yeah. I hate seeing that. Um, and then uh, Caps fell behind again uh, about six minutes later. And of all people in this, uh, uh, Marcus uh, uh, expressed his disgust. Um, X cap Brett Leeson, um, scored, uh, I'm at seven fifty one. I'm still stinging over that one. Yeah. I'm that's, still uh, over that. that's, uh, yeah, that's, uh, making, making some, uh, folks a little salty that, uh, yeah, I mean, couldn't move enough contract it, it, to keep him. Yeah. Well, that, that was that whole mortgaging the future for the now thing that we're talking about too. Right. Right. And, we, exactly. and we've talked about it before and we've talked about it before. Yeah. Moving oh, yeah. On. Yeah. Uh, so he's assisted by another piece of the Ducks future, uh, Leo Carlson. Um, so uh, Caps quickly fell behind, uh, much to everyone's disgust. Um, that That's why it was one of the reasons why I didn't I didn't know with it how this game was going to go. And then who should take over the game? Uh, about eight minutes later, but 
our boy Tom Wilson. And um, I I think uh, Anna's Anna's kind of listening and hoping she was going to be a part of this, but uh, he he broke the game open here, uh, scoring an even strength unassisted goal, his fifth of the year at fifteen fifty four. And then beautiful. Th- this that one, was that beautiful th- backhand, right? Yes. Yes. This one, he, uh, I, I actually thought I'd want to apologize. I actually had this down as the shorthanded goal. And, and, but how could it be the shorthanded goal when he was the one in the box? Um, so he had just, what happened was he had just come out of the box and the ducks mishandled the puck at the point and he mm-hmm. picked it up and charged down the center and put the backhander uh, in the net, uh, past who was it? Gibson in net? Was it John Gibson? Uh, I want to say it was. I want to say it was John Gibson. That's how uh, little I pay attention to the Ducks. That's right. I'll, I'll find out. You keep going. Um, no, I, I got it almost. I think I got to switch over to the Ducks tab, and yes, it was John Gibson that was in net. Uh, that game. So, uh, yeah, beautiful backhander, like you said, um, just after the penalty had expired. And then what does he turn around and do, but gives the caps the lead when the caps actually go on the power play. Yes. You heard me right. The Washington Capitals scored a power play goal. Finally. Just when you thought they had gone, they had all gone missing. Just when you were ready to say, somebody, please shoot them all and put them out of our misery. Right. They finally score a power. I was ready to put them all on a milk carton and post. Have you seen me? (laughs) There you go. Jeez. So this one, I would say, yeah, I'm, I, I don't think this is, saying too much i i would say this is the goal of the week for the caps so we're going to punch up the old replay here um okay so here's the face off mantha wins the draw and it uh goes around uh to the point and i think that's carlson who's got it uh they've got it on the on the strong side ovechkin directs it to the net and um it bounces takes a crazy bounce off gibson and tom wilson is there in front to poke it in Uh, So there's, okay, so Carlson gets it to Ovechkin for the one-timer and Mm -hmm. Tommy on the spot for the rebound and just actually looks like another backhander. If I'm looking at this replay right, that, that, that last shot. Um, Oh, and makers of the app, can you, um, if you're listening, (laughs) uh, yeah, can you do a bit of the, uh, the screen orientation? Can you fix that? Because if you. Uh, if you try to make the screen bigger by turning by switching the landscape to portrait option, you can't. Okay, yeah, not all crazy. of us, not all of us have eyes that can see itty bitty bitty things. Right. Okay, so just just a note there, you app maker peoples, continue to improve because it ain't fixed yet, all the way. Uh, anyway, no, it's getting better. Yeah, it's getting better. But anyway, uh, Carlson, his 11th assist and Ovi, his eighth assist. So it's not like those of you who are worried about Ovi, he's not 
It's not like he ain't producing. Okay. He's just not scoring 20 goals, you know, every 15 games anymore. But don't fret. He's still producing. He's still doing wonderful things. Mm -hmm. And including throwing the puck at the net that looks like a shot, but was actually a pass like this one. Or putting it on nets with enough force to cause a rebound so that somebody in net, when somebody bothers to be in front of the net, can pick up the rebound and score. This, guys, this is what we need to see more of. Big asses, big body. Not that Tommy's an ass. I'm not implying that. But um, but big guys with big asses and big arm, big everything else. Use your imagination. In front of the net, causing havoc and scoring goals. That's what we need more of. That's what we haven't had enough of. Big guys make big things happening. Mm Mm-hmm. And I've been screaming that for, what, a year and a half now? <laughs> Gotta get in front of the net. Shut up. Nope. Oh, don't eat I, him. I, I, yeah. <laughs> don't. Nope. Uh, nope. Nope. Did I say nope. that out loud? I, I nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. No, we're, we, we try to be a family show. We fail, but we try. Anyway, um, okay, so moving on with the game recap. <laughs> Oh my God! Um, Into the third period of the game. Oh no, not even. Uh, we're not done with the first. Oh, no, we forgot. We, that's we right. Forgot I, one. I forgot. Forgot. Uh, keep on forgetting about this one. Nick Dowd got his yeah. second of the game, or second of the uh, year, okay. rather. Year. Um, just before, and this probably picked off a lot, t- ticked off rather a lot of uh, McDonald's fans. But literally one second before would have been the, the magical, magical nugget, nugget minute. Nugget minute. Eighteen fifty nine, Rasmus Sandin, uh, uh, Nico Bay Kubel on the assist on that one, making it four two, just before the second period. Now, uh, crazy as this was, no goals in the second period, none, and no. not really, not really a much action on the score sheet. Um, the first ten minutes oh. of the third period. Yeah, Anaheim had fifteen shots on goal in the second period to our four. Yeah. And um, and no goals. And no goals. That's, per- that's actually, on our part, pretty impressive. Yeah, so 25 shots on goal, and Darcy's gotten uh, 22 of them. That ain't, that ain't all that bad. Mm-mm. It ain't great, but it ain't all that bad. It's enough, it's enough for the win. Anyway, so we go on to the third period. Barack McGinn... Uh, his first of the year, uh, there's that guy Leeson again on the assist, makes it 4-3 at 1145, even strength goal. Um, and I, I, I think, uh, I don't want to give our fans a heart attack, but um, here we go again. Um, Caps get a power play at around 13 or so minutes into the third period, and they score on the power play again. You heard me right. Not one. But two power play goals yeah. in one game. Mm-hmm. Now, what what do I like to say about smacking the glass ketchup bottle? Yeah, right. Exactly. You, you smack it hard Crazy. enough. You point it at your fries. You get a river. You get a nice red river. There you go. And that's what happened here. So Tom Wilson again, the same three guys 
who got the first power play goal, act on the on this one. Um, so his his seventh, and and it ices his first ever hat trick in his seven hundredth game. I didn't know it was his first. I did not know. I I did, and I didn't. I thought know. he had had one before, but. Um, yeah. no, I never, I can't recall that, that he's, he's had, um, that many. And, and I'm, I'm hoping my, my Tom Wilson, appreciation society club membership card doesn't get revoked for this, but I don't recall him having that many two goal games, but I will say this. And I said this on Sacrooms as well. When the man scores, you will notice it makes an actual impact on the game. Now his oh, yeah. job, his job is not necessarily to get on the score sheet with with goals. That's not necessarily his job. I'm not saying he can't do it. That's just not job one for him. But when he does score, it generally either ties a game, puts them ahead and wins the game, or mm-hmm. worse, gets them within one. Right. More often than not, it's one of those three categories. He scores the big goals, the crucial goals. Yeah. And that's yeah, why that's why I say, right, clutch, exact exact word I was looking for. That on ice intensity. I don't want him to ratchet it down ever. I don't care what the league says. I don't care what all the hoser critics say. I don't care. Don't ever and damn me for the double negative here but don't ever not be true to yourself tom you right. keep that in you keep that intensity up you run over who you have to and you do what you have to to help this team win that's why someday he's going to be wearing that c i guarantee it absolutely he is the next captain no doubt someday it, it will happen um, so that puts the Caps up 5-3 with about five minutes left in the game. And, uh, yeah, that's um, <clears throat> that's when, uh, yes, yeah, sphincters start to get tight here because uh, Ducks pull their goalie and the, the ice starts to tilt and um, nothing good ever comes out of that. And uh, eventually the uh, Ducks did uh, pull within one with 28 seconds left. Um, making it 5-4, but then um, it was, well, too little and too late. Uh, thank goodness. Um, that was a thir- their 32nd shot on goal. I don't think, the, no, and last. So yeah. um, sealed the game, thank goodness. Um, uh, maybe we were expecting a shootout, but maybe not. But like you said, I think the key stat was uh, 15 shots in the second period, and uh, Darcy got them all. And, um, could he have played better? Yeah. Could he have gotten one or two of them? Yeah, maybe. But, um, I, I you know what? I, I, I don't want to cause another goalie controversy, but I think I figured it out. Darcy's the guy you want when the game's going to be a shootout. Cause yeah. he's going to, cl- he's going to clamp down if, <clears throat> if, if it's, if it's too much back and forth. Uh, Charlie's the guy you want when it's going to be a tight game. And the Caps can't seem to handle the pressure and can't clear the zone all that well. Charlie's that guy. He's he's the he's you know Mister Cool as a cucumber when Caps are 
turning into the Keystone Cops and cannot clear their own zone to save their lives. That's who you want when the game takes that kind of a twirl. So, yeah. I mean, I, I don't think I don't think it's that easy, but you know, for my money, that that's what it seems like to me. Anyway, I could be wrong. I, I've only watched you know two thousand plus games in my whole life, but who knows? Yeah, I, I tend to agree with you. Now, yeah. There are, so there are two uh, different styles of play, and then you know, especially with um, Darcy getting older and slower, because that happens when you get old. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah, you want somebody who's going to be a little quicker in that when those when we can't get it out of the zone for some reason or another. Yeah, I and and I get that, and I get, I get that's a concern, and it's a legit concern. And, so, and that's been my that's always been my concern with with Darcy. We signed this thirty two year old goaltender to a five year contract. I'm like, why? <laughs> why? Well, see, here's I here's mean, the not thing. that. Not that he's not a good goalie. He is an extremely good goalie. I'm not taking that away from him. It's, but it's the, just the situations he gets in. And then when he needs to be quicker, he's just not as quick as he used to be. And he's, you know, yeah, he's, you know, these guys are pro athletes and they stay in shape and yada, 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 yada. But even Ovi age is catching up with him. He's not as fast as he used to be, you know? So, um, yeah, and I'm not trying to take anything away from Kemper, and I'm not hating on Kemper because I do like the guy, and I think he's an extremely good goalie in certain situations. It's just like you said, you want him in the situations where he has time to read that puck and see it coming, you know, and adjust. Whereas Lindgren's a little younger, he's a little quicker, and you know, in the tighter games he can adjust quicker to get to where he needs to be to stop the puck or whatever, you know, he needs to do. So they're two very good goalies. They're just very different styles. I think. Yeah, no, it, it and it very, very true. Uh, very, very uh, on spot observation there. Um, and I, I think more fans need to appreciate that, that, I, you know, when it gets down to it, we've actually got two very good goalies. Um and what it's going to come down to is is if and when the Caps make the playoffs, um, nailing down the opponent's style of play and who's going to be better suited against that. So exactly. that's why I'm not I'm not going to panic over which goalie does well. Um, now, as we get further on down the season, I think we'll know a lot more about what what we've actually got but and 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 sort of giving a preview of the next game the the next game had nothing to do with the goalie zero zero at all um this game this game is the perfect example of what we've been you've been saying i've been saying anna's been saying all along watch the fucking game sorry i don't often Drop the F-bomb on these things. Watch the freaking game. See what's going on on the ice. This game had absolutely zero to go with the goalie. And on that note, I will turn it back over to you. Well, okay. So let speaking of the goalies, um, before the game even started, oh, boy. Um, I'm not saying somebody ought to be fired for this, but I, they were there. They were there. Okay, so 
Somebody needs to start talking to. It was well. It was last. Okay, so it was last night. They were there. They had played uh, the thirtieth, which was Friday. Right. No, no. Uh, um, the, it was Thursday. Yeah. Thursday. It was Thursday. Yes, Thursday. And, right. and Friday was travel day, and uh, so they played Saturday, which was last night. How do you not know your backup goalie can't go? until six, seven hours before the game starts. How do you not know that? How do you not pay attention to that? Yeah. How does that get, how does that slip conveniently through the cracks? What, what, so what Charlie was like, ah, I can, I can go, I can go. And then all of a sudden he can't go. I don't, I don't think. No, because he wasn't even on the ice for warmups. It was uh, Kemper and what's his name? Oh, I know, I know who you're, Brett, Brett Leanhart, Brett Leanhart, the video, yeah, one Leanhart. of the video guys. Yeah, Leanhart. Yeah, 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 so they were on the ice. He wasn't even on the ice for for practice, for the skate that morning, the morning skate. Right, right. Lindgren wasn't then, even on the ice. And then, so they, they figure out, okay, Lindgren can't go, we need a backup. And then, uh, of course, Hershey's, you know, in in uh, Charlotte. Charlotte. For, for their game. Um, mm-hmm. uh, ironically, you know, Shepard, Shepard was the backup. So they call, they call Hunter Shepard say, uh, you got to get on a plane, go to Vegas. Um, to which he answered, well, I don't there. have, any, I don't have any gambling money. Um, <laughs> sorry, bad joke. Um, yeah, right, he right. gets there. He gets there literally 15 minutes before the game. Uh, there's that picture of him schlepping, uh, you know, his, his big equipment bag. bag. I, did you see that picture? Actually, his bag didn't get there till after he did. He got well, there he, first. His bag was on a different plate. Well, it was, but he's he's he was schlepping some sort of big big yeah, ass was. bag. Yeah, but yeah, did, he was. did you see? Did you see that picture I'm talking about? Um, which one? Where he's schlepping the bag in? Where he's, where he's walking through the doors with that big ass. Yeah, bag. yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I saw it. Did he not yeah, look? Yeah. Did he not look a, a kind of a little like you know Robbie and and, and he, him trying to get his two kids. <laughs> yes. yes he did oh man yes i can see that absolutely oh <clears throat> man yeah or or any parent with a kid or more than one kid or any kid uh, but yeah yeah no no not we're not we're not picking on robbie it's just you know we, we, we've all been but it was there a good, it's, it's a good anal- it's a good analogy though it's it's hellacious I mean, get getting getting two young kids anywhere so that, that that's you know we're we're not picking on you, Robbie. I know you're listening, uh, but you know, just just it 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 it, it kind of looked that way because uh, Hunter Hunter's grown his hair out a bit, so he he kind of he kind of looks a little like you know he, he's got yeah. he's got Robbie's well, hair. Did, and did you see did you see the picture somebody posted of him side by side with Forrest Gump when he finished his run? And somebody said, "When did you get Forrest Gump on your team?" I missed that. Oh, I got to look for that. Uh, I'm not sure where I saw it. I, I don't know. I don't think it was, a, I don't know if it was in a, a different chat that Mark Kiss and I are in, or if it was in the power play chat. I don't remember. I'll have to see if I can find it. I'll send it to you. Okay. But yeah, yeah, if, if you can find that, yeah, I'd love to see that. Yeah. It might've been in a different chat. All right. Anyway, yeah, I don't, I don't remember. But, seeing it, so yeah. Yeah. So 15 minutes before the game starts, he's coming in the door. Yeah, he's walking in. So the Caps technically have no no backup goalie to start at all. 
Um, I don't know if that discombobulated the team. I don't think it did. I, do, I would rather believe that it did not. And, uh, but it just, <laughs> um, it just, I don't know how else to describe it. This team did not look like they were ready to play this game. No. And until I want to say the last, mm-hmm, the last five minutes, literally the last five minutes of the game, um, they were just kind of, you know, floating through and just kind of, eh, all right, we'll just show up and do very little and just kind of float around. And yeah, I, I, I didn't get the feeling that, uh, they, they were <sighs> mm, just, it was oh, frustrating. Well, the funny thing was crappy. there was a time when I was like, we weren't even playing against the Knights. We were playing against the refs. Well, yeah, there, there was, now there was that, there was, there was that, that stretch. And, yeah, now, I'm not well, saying that was the whole game, but there was that one stretch. Well, no, I, I don't think it, I, it like was we just against the refs. I don't think it was just a stretch, and I'll, I'll, I'll uh, I will. Uh, they had, uh, they had my two case. penalties the entire game, and both of them were in the third period. Well, well, here, here's the here. If you look at the summary, if you're in the game, if you're in the app, if you go to the mm-hmm, summary tab and swipe down to penalties. Okay. So mm-hmm. you're looking at the same thing I'm looking at. Okay. Yep. 751, Tom Wilson, two minute minor for slashing. What's slashing? Oh. You know what? You, hey, app people. Okay. How about you? This would be great. You show a video replay of the goals. Why not attach a video replay of the penalty? Yeah. That, I think that'd be a good idea. Huh? Yeah. The guy literally dropped his stick. He did. He dropped it. Now, now Tom didn't. He didn't exactly build up his case when he started pushing the guy around, saying, "Hey, you know, you're you're kind of a you're kind of a, a you know." A well, what that, I heard was, "Are you are you effing kidding me? You're such it's like okay, Tom." Yeah, oh, I, really I, I, I heard that. I heard that. But uh, yeah, I also heard <laughs> uh, uh, some some other choice words. Um, oh yeah, but, that was just. But he was. Yeah. He pushed him saying, basically, look, you know, you're kind of, you're kind of being a wuss here by, uh, you know, resorting to that yeah. was basically his, his point, you know, yeah. but, but still there was, there was this phantom penalty. And I think because they saw 43, oh, okay. We're, uh, let's look like we're doing our jobs by calling a penalty here. I think was all yeah. that was. Yeah, pretty much. As if that weren't bad enough though. Um, the that was one. the, that was the only penalty they called. And then, okay, so John Carlson, of all people, in the span of 14 minutes, manages to get two minor penalties. Against the same guy. Against the same guy. And I, I mean, John Carlson doesn't commit penalties, okay? He doesn't know how. Right? And you're going to call him twice? For two different minors? I'm... I'm sorry. It's it. It just didn't make much sense. And it the what the first one was for hooking. Forty nine seconds seconds in. The second one was for tripping. I don't know. And and it was the same guy. And it was I William, saw the first William, one. I missed the second one. William Carrier and um. I think that's why Malenstein went after him at the end of the game because it. I don't know. I, 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 
I thought, based on what I saw, and I, I've seen a couple of their games this season, that Vegas was a tough team in that they, they like to hit, and they do like to hit. But mm-hmm. I'm I'm going to kind of revise that. and They're, they're, they're kind of – some of the guys on their team are kind of wusses too because they, they, do, they do this diving and embellishment crap also. Yeah. I mean, and I think that's why Malenstein went after Carrier and at the end be like, hey, look, you know, you're you're pulling all this crap. You're not playing the game the right way. And and we don't appreciate it. Right. I think I think that's what Malenstein, that whole thing was at the end was him saying that to him saying, look, you know, Mm -hmm. stop, stop being stop being a wuss and start start manning up, playing the right way and stop all this diving. Right. Yeah. I get, look, I get in Vegas, the house always wins, but this is taking it to an extreme. It really is. Yeah. John I Carlson, four, four minutes, and then Kuznetsov, his obligatory penalty, which we hadn't seen uh, in a while. Uh, I'm And I'm going to go on a rant Don't about him later. But, yeah. Um, oh, I'm, I'm right there with you. Well, uh, okay. Well, and then, I love well, the guy, but I'm right there with you. When we when when we finish when we tie it all up with our quarter poll evaluation, uh, uh, well, yeah, that'll be included in that. Uh, but the Vegas didn't get called for Jack until ten oh three of the third. Ten oh three of the third. Yeah, three quarters so, of the way through the frigging game. So Ish. more more than that, actually. So that's uh, 20, 40, 50, mm, uh, five, six, five, okay, five six of the way. So fifty minutes in before the refs notice that they do anything wrong. And I saw three trips, two hooks, one interference I penalty. Least, I saw at least one back check. And a partridge in a pear sure. tree. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, it's, it's like, what? Vegas isn't this clean a team. I'm sorry, but they ain't. No. And for these idiot refs to think otherwise, and that dead guy Chima Loser was... Yeah, he was there again. Yeah, and Carter Sandlack was the other referee. He's 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 another you know, wannabe uh, failed player. Son, I need son, to do son. more research on my refs. I don't know well, enough about these guys. There's a uh, there's a site. I'm not going to advertise them here, but there's a site no, that uh, keep track keeps track of of the refs and how they generally do. But um, they're not exactly very good at it. Um, so that, that's one reason why I'm not going to mention their name. Um, yeah. So, uh, I wouldn't rely on them. So yeah, you may want to do your own research on yeah. <laughs> who, who these, uh, ex McDonald's employees are, uh, maybe, uh, or, or soon to be McDonald's employees. If the league gets their shit right. Anyway, um, am I sounding disgruntled? Uh, maybe I am, but Honestly, though, we can't blame the refs for this game because, again, I don't think the Caps were ready to play this game, and they, it just looked it just looked bad, top to well, bottom. Well, how long? Bad. Well, wait. In that in the chat the other yes, um, you posted something a stat. I don't think there was an offensive shot on goal. Oh yes. Until when? Thank you, C four. Yes. You're, you're not gonna win games if you're not shooting pucks. If you can't get out of the zone and your offense isn't shooting, you're not going to win games. It has that has zippo to do with the goalie, right? Right, and that, that I, I think mean, that's what some and, of these goalie these goalie point, fanatics 
don't realize. And, but and to that thought. point, if you can't get the zone out, if you can't get the puck out of your zone, of course the other team's going to score because we're going to get tired. The goalie's going to get tired. Something's going to squeak through. It's going to happen. That's how goals are scored. You get it out of the zone into the other team's zone. You get in front of the net. You wear their guys out. You wear their goalie out, and you score the dirty goal. But if you can't get it out of your zone, you're not going to score goals. And you're not. You're not going to have the chance. And that has absolutely zip to do with the goalie. It wouldn't have mattered if Charlie Lindgren was in goal last night. No, it, it wouldn't have mattered if Hunter Shepard was in goal last night. It doesn't matter. At that point, it just simply doesn't matter. Sorry. No, Off no, my no, now. you're 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 absolutely right. It does it doesn't matter. And again, I, I wish some of these you know Charlie fans would would understand that or try to understand that because. I I don't think and and obviously if he didn't yeah. feel like he was he was even you know good enough to dress as the backup, which um, so I heard uh, Darcy was also under the weather, um, fighting fighting an illness. But um, yeah, I think that I think the hope was that Shepard would have gotten there in time to start the game. I think that well, ultimately was the hope. I think that was but the hope. We didn't but have much yeah, that, and again, you know, but I'm kind of hoping know. Shepard starts. We play what tomorrow. Uh, good question. Um, I actually dropped out of the, a- yes, yes, yes. They do play. They do play tomorrow at the mullet arena against the coyotes. Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's going to be very interesting to see. Uh, you know what? I, now that I think about it, I smell Scott Murray's mess in all of this. Oh mm. my God. I swear to he is the worst goalie coach ever. The worst. What the mm-hmm. hell do they see in this guy? Please mm-hmm. tell me. Tell me what what it what is I mean, did did, did he blackmail Mitch Corn or something? I mean he blackmailed does he, somebody. I'm I'm sorry. I just I've never seen and, and Marcus I'm made telling. this point. Marcus made his point on 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 I think his first episode ever. He was Braden Holtby. He was his, his the first goalie he was in charge of was Braden Holtby, and mm-hmm. yes, maybe it had a little something to do with the fact that uh, Mitch Corn left the team along with Barry Trotz. But um, wasn't all that much of a coincidence that when Scott Murray took over, Holtby's game kind of went. <laughs> yeah, right after that. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. And we had talented goalies. Vanacek was a talented goalie. Bar- um, Tammy was a talented goalie. They just had awful coaching. And now, I mean, Vanacek that, would never, his... I don't think Vanacek would ever have been a, a, a beast. He would never no. have been a starting goalie, but he would have been an, ex- he could have been an extremely good backup. Yes. And, but and, Sammy and I, I will, I will go to my grave believing this. If Sammy had had someone like Mitch Corn when he was with us, he would have been a fucking beast. I will go to my grave believing that. Um, yeah, I, that's he, just what I saw in him. He probably would have. He probably would have. He had, he had the the fire in his belly. He had the intensity. He just could not he nail down. 
how to how to prepare and focus. And that's what a goalie coach's job is. Right. Exactly. Exactly. If I mean he did do a lot and he, he I think he got he was injured earlier this year, but he was doing so much better once he got out of you know, and I was like, oh, but he's doing so well. I'm bringing back a baby. No, don't let him thrive. Let him go where he's going to do well. Don't bring him back here because you're going to ruin it. You're going to regret that he ever came back. No. The, so, you know, well, you know. The, the day the day they finally decide to fire him or or and or he moves on, whichever whichever it happens, I don't I don't even care at this point. But yeah, the day he is no longer an employee or associated in, with the Washington Capitals in any way, I, I think I will, I, I will either head down to the local bar and, and, and drink myself to oblivion, or I, I, I will host some sort of banquet or something. I don't know, but that that's going to be a celebration day for me. The day he finally leaves the organization. Yeah. I'm right there with you. One, one way or the other. Uh, okay. So yeah, we're, we're getting off tangent here. Um, <sighs> But it was it was a bad game top to bottom, and not just not just the goalies. Um, and um, um, Brad Rakucci made a point in the chat room during the game. Um, they had uh, Caps had maybe one solid goal scoring chance. Um, yeah. If I remember right, it was in the second period, and it was a, a quick snapshot by Nick Dowd, and had the yeah. Knights goalie uh i'm trying to even remember um who that was uh wasn't aiden hill um, um hold on let's know that's what i'll tell no, you i got it i got it i got it um okay um thompson. yeah thompson Lo- logan thompson i think it is um mm-hmm. and he if, if he was a um i don't know. I can't remember if he catches left or catches right. But if if he was an opposite catching goalie than what he was, that that shot goes in. But oh yeah, um, it That's it a was oh shot. so he's right. So he's yeah he's a if he he's a right handed catching goalie, uh, and that was that thing was marked for that top corner. But yeah, he he got it with the glove. But if if that would have been his stick side, no, that puck is in. And maybe the game changes a bit. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, they still looked, uh, to quote Smoke and Al Koken, uh, lackluster. Um, uh, he limited that to the second period. I say it was all freaking game, uh, 55 minutes of it anyway. Um, but let's give let's give them their due. They did score one goal. Uh, guess who? Uh, star of the week, Tom Wilson. Um, puts the, the lone goal in. So... Um, he stays hotter than a crock pot. Um, there we go. And uh, yeah, that's uh, at least he's still going. Right. And uh, fun fact, he's now tied for the goal scoring lead with Dylan Strom, um, who had something of kind of a down week. But I think that was yeah. that was maybe something had to do with the messing around of the lineup. And uh, so let's let's kind of stop talking about this game, segue into our evaluation, as it were, of this team. Um, so we're we're at the quarter pole, about 20 plus or so games in quarter of the season. Yeah, I think it can be agreed that the Caps are doing a lot better than most people thought they would. Um, yeah. 
they are in solid contention for a playoff spot. In fact, let me go ahead and pull up the standings. Okay, so as of as of right now, in the Metropolitan Division, they are holding on to the uh, the guaranteed uh, third slot um, in the division, the third place slot okay. with a record of 12, seven and two, 26 points, same amount of, uh, points as so we uh, have some team. games in hand too, though. Exactly. Yes. Uh, they have two games yes. in hand on, on the Islanders who are behind them at 10, seven and six, same amount of points, but better overall winning percentage. Right. Well, we got um, two games in hand on the Rangers and or no game in hand on the Rangers and two on Carolina. Right. And, and three on Philly, yeah. who's uh, not far behind right. either. And uh, I think it was Tom Galitti who pointed out that there are uh, all of um, three points separating third from seventh place right now. So if that stays, yeah. that's going to be very interesting. Yeah. And we've played the fewest games in the division right now. Right. And that everyone else, <clears throat> we've only played 21 games. Well, that that's going to change because it, everything. Well, it, it's ramping up already. Here we are. We're talking about four yeah. games they played this week, and uh, they're going to play several several more this week. They're not even done with their road trip, um, so they're going to play uh, Monday, tomorrow night at the Mullet Arena on the campus of Arizona State University. Go Sun Devils! Sorry, Brian. Um, so Monday night, that is a nine o'clock puck drop against the Coyotes. And then the Caps finally come home on the seventh to play the Stars. That's an eight o'clock puck drop at Cap One. It's eight o'clock because the four letter network is broadcasting that. So, um, warm up. I need to uh, let Libby know that then. Yeah. (laughs) Because I'm going to that game. For some reason, I assumed it was seven. I didn't even look. Yeah. Yeah. Eight o'clock start. So, uh, yeah, uh, gonna well, that's have actually good. Cause that gives us a little extra breathing room on the front end getting down there. So, yeah, you're not, you're not seeing daylight savings time. That's the four letter network, uh, you know, wiping their ass with it. So, well, you know, the folks in Dallas, I suppose. Mm, I can't be mad at them cause I got family in, in, in down in DFW. So I can't be too mad at them. So yeah. anyway, anyway, um, so those are the next two games coming up. But uh, getting back to the evaluation of the team, uh, again, doing a lot better than I think most would have thought they were. Uh, but that's not to say there's not room for improvement. In fact, there's a lot of room for improvement. And yeah. uh, <clears throat> we talked about Dylan Strom, and I think they were trying to figure out who is supposed to be centering the the top two lines. I think Strom needs to stay on the top line. I Bench think he Cousy, does too. Bench Cousy, put Bench Cousy, movement Michael up to the second line. Put uh, LaPierre on the third line and keep out on the fourth. You read my mind, and I never in a million years thought I'd hear myself say this, but I, I think, unfortunately, it is time to consider um, taking young Mr. Kuznetsov to the press box familiarizing himself with, with all the uh, amenities there, uh, such as the wonderful popcorn and hot dogs and all the nice gourmet food they seem to have up there. Not that I'd know. Uh, so I've heard. And right. pulling out a chair for him, saying, have a seat. Enjoy the game. I am so totally with you on that. Um, now, I'm not saying keep him there. No, but at least for the next few games. Maybe maybe one or two games, maybe more if he's a little slow to learn. But 
yeah, I, I think it's time to sit him down and say, look, um, you're not playing up to your standard. You're not playing like you should. You're not playing the way we want you to play. You sit and watch and see about what you can, you know, do Think better. Think about what you've done. Think about what you've done, young man. Or not done, as the case may be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, no, like, absolutely. Shoot. There was a time I was screaming to bench Ovi, so I'm not afraid to tell to say bench somebody. Uh, so. Well, that yeah, I, I hate to say, but that that would have gone over like uh, um, a a. Uh, and believe it or not, it was in 2018 and during the cup run. There was a time I was screaming bench Ovi, but um, but no, Kuzi, he's just been so bloody inconsistent, and so I don't. He's just. He just needs to, I think he just needs a time off to get his head back together. Because, I mean, if he could just get it, and he's been this way since COVID, you know, it's like he's just ever since COVID and he got off, uh, you know, I'm not going to use cocaine as an excuse. That is just stupid. It's over, you know, that's just, it's no excuse. But ever since COVID, he just has not been himself. He's not played the game. It's like he's got his head up his butt. And I think, and a lot of it I'm seeing is habits he picked up when Laviolette was coach. Because Laviolette was one of those coaches. It's like, okay, get it across the blue line. Look for the pass. Don't take it to the net. Well, and, that's kind of that's kind of funny because and, he said he said he didn't like the way uh, Laviolette coached him. So and you, he, you yeah, would think, and you would think the first thing he would have done this year would would be to start getting rid of those on habits. breaking those habits. Right, and I think and I and you see spurts of it. You see it. You see it every once in a while. But it's not been consistent enough. He needs to sit down. He needs to get his head together. Put Strong back on the first. I really think Strong belongs on the first line. Absolutely, Strong belongs on the first line. Put Michael on the second line and keep him there. Well, although actually, I do like Michael on the third line with uh, Mantha and Milano. That line was has been cranking. And put so maybe put Lapierre on the second line. Hmm. Well, yeah. Well. Maybe maybe flip flop uh, Lapierre on on between the second and third line, but I think Lapierre needs some he needs some playing time it, with the big the big boys for sure. Yeah, and maybe start him on the third line and then move him up later. But um, but Michael on the second line, Lapierre on the third line, Dowd on the fourth, and let Kuzi sit for a few games. You know. I do Get like here, that playing time he needs because there's going to come a time when we can't send him back down to Hershey and he's going to have to go on waivers and God help GMBM if he gets picked up, if that happens and he gets picked up. <laughs> Cause I will person. I don't like, even want to, I don't even want to think about that. Um, I do like though that the chemistry that McMichael and Mantha have seen Yes. to develop Mantha, the last Ma- Mantha has blossomed with Michael at center. He really has. And I think that's what he, and, and now, and, and Carberry has figured out how to use him and what he's good at. And that kind of, yeah. Keep those two together for sure. Yeah. I, that, I think... that could, that could be, they're not going to be the duo, but they could be a duo. You know what I mean? Yeah, and and Mantha actually played so well. They they even gave him some second unit power play time mm-hmm. um, this week. I forget which game, but uh, they actually had him out there on the second unit. 
Um, yeah. So that that's probably so. So these twenty or plus games in, that's probably the best, the biggest, and the best surprise is the play of Anthony Mantha. And hey, look, I'm I'm just as shocked as anybody that that number one he's contributing and number two he's contributing at the level he is. You know, I've always liked Mantha. I have I, always liked Mantha. Well, I, I wasn't. I uh, I was. I was. Uh, I've been I disappointed was, by him. Yeah, I I'm was high on him when he first started. Yeah, last year I think he hit rock bottom, and sometimes you, you know you can't go up until you hit rock bottom. Right. And I, I still so think there was. Well, I I think no no well, I think not the same thing, but I mean that's, well I mean I don't think McMichael hit bottom. I think McMichael was just absolutely and totally mismanaged. I'm not, I don't want to waste any more time with this because I think we proven beyond a shadow of a yeah. doubt that Peter Laviolette was the absolute wrongest coach, if that is a word, for this team. You know, if it isn't, it should be. And and the you know and the crowning example of that was his treatment of Connor McMichael. And I think that says it all. Um yeah, and we'll just so leave it there. At, Connor McMichael, you know, I don't think he had a problem. I think he was just mismanaged. But there you have yeah. it, you know, two guys, two guys that, you know, were not, you know, ec- we're not getting it done or not in the best light. We're not playing all that well. And then you put them together under, you know, the right coaching, the right management, the right mindset. And here they go. They're both, they're both having pretty good seasons, not mm-hmm. off the chain, you know, blockbuster seasons, but pretty but good, good seasons. seasons. Yeah. Better that, than expected. That's a good start. That's a very good start. Um, so that's the good, the bad. Uh, okay. And this is why I say watch the games. But as good as the coaching staff has been with getting the most out of, say, guys like Mantha and McMichael, um, mm-hmm. I don't think they've done enough to get everything they can out of the vets. And I think Oshi. Uh, is a is an example of that. I think Ovechkin, although they both might have come into the season hurt, so there is that. But on top of all that, and I get, I get they're they're still figuring things out. They're still writing the script to this. You know, maybe they've got the first fifteen minutes of this hour long drama written out. The script for that, I get that. But here's what I don't like: if you watch the games, how many times? Have you seen the Caps enter the zone and two forwards go in past the dots? And if you look, there isn't a white or a red jersey anywhere else in the zone, anywhere in all of that acreage of the zone. They're not in home plate. They're not even over the blue line. They're standing behind the blue line. The the two defensemen and the, the other forward. How many times have you seen that? I, I mean, am I talking out of my head here? Am I the only one that sees that? No, I've seen it. I mean, and this is almost as bad as last year when you'd have one of the wing uh, go 10 feet inside the zone and just stop and stand there. Right. That almost as bad. For what? Take right, exactly. it to the net. What Keep are they doing? Skating. And I don't know is if that's by design or if that's just they're not willing to go to the net. It's hard to say because 
to listen to the TV guys, you know, the coaching staff is begging them to go to the net and they're not doing it enough. But when you see the same play, the same zone entry over and over and over again, that's got to be by design. That's got to be. So, again, I get that they're just starting to figure things out, but they need to be more adept to figuring out what ain't working because that's one of about a thousand things that isn't working. Yeah. That, and then sending the power two forwards. Play. Sending two for oh the the power play oh boy, um, are we well, sure I mean, we fired Forsyth? Who by the way, <laughs> this is this is going to be interesting. The Coyotes hired him. Did you know that? Oh no, I yeah, don't think I did. That, no, I didn't actually. Yeah, that that's going to be that's going to be kind of fun to watch to see you know who has the better power play in in tomorrow's game. So that that's going to be something to watch. Anyway, well, um, you're assuming there's going to be a power play. <laughs> well, they get better referees, do, do I don't they know. Had, did they do they have the refs for tomorrow night scheduled yeah. Um, good question. Doubtful. I don't see No, they no they don't. Okay. No, they don't. Yeah, I don't see it. I don't see it. Nah. So, um anyway, um, yeah, the power play, I, th- I mean, we've been saying it, put some bodies in front of the net and you can't go wrong. If you've got the man advantage, you've got somebody to spare who can do that, not just mm-hmm. do the bumper position. That, that yeah. sounds like, a per- that, well, well, that sounds I mean, like a perverted fifties dance, doesn't it? Yeah. Anyway. Well, I mean, Wilson was in front of the net twice in Anaheim. Right? Yeah. yeah. Anaheim. Yeah. And that's how Stick we got through this goal. Stick in there again. Let those, let him hang out in front of the net like that. Yeah, let, let the right? goalie smell how many burritos he had for lunch. There you go. And, you know, I'm, I'm not kidding about that either. You know, he's no, got the hands. I, he's got the hands to do it, too. It's not like, you know, you're throwing it at the net and, you know, hoping something bounces off here. Yeah. He can see it and grab it and get it in. Yeah. I you mean, know? you know, thing, things you can say about your lunch, but not about your relationship, but yeah. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> anyway, um, oh I'm, I'm, I don't know. It's, it's as high as I am on the coaching staff. I see things like that repeatedly happening. And I think, mm-hmm. okay. You know, sooner or later, you got to figure out what's not working and move on from it. And right. sometimes, sometimes they're not willing to do that. And that, that kind of bothers yeah. me. And, you know, yeah. it, 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 if you've got, look, if you've got a legit criticism of the team, then go into detail. Don't just say, Hey, look, the coaching sucks. Okay. Kindly explain yourself, please. Why? Hey, look, what, what the goalie sucks. Oh, we suck tonight. Okay, how? Explain. Details. Something. Anything. We, we suck tonight because we couldn't get it out of the zone. Right. And our offense wasn't shooting and blah, 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 or whatever it may be. Exactly. Know? And look, I'm, I'm begging you guys, you know, who 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 are prone to saying that, watch the freaking games. Notice those little things. Lots of little like things happening. 
Our loss against Vegas had absolutely zero to do with the goalie. Zero. It wouldn't matter who. We couldn't get it out of the zone. The offense wasn't shooting. Our first shot was by a defenseman. Okay. Well, our first, our first, so, uh, our first half a dozen shots were by defensemen. Yeah. Right. So you're not, you know, and I'm, you know, I've said it before. I said again, if you're not shooting the puck, you're not going to win games. If you can't get it out of the zone, you're not going to win games. If your power play sucks to high heaven, you're not going to win games. If your faceoff no. is not good, you're not going to win games. So there's all these things you need to work on. Face-off. And that's it's another, another reason. That, 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 that's another reason why Kuznetsov needs to be benched. If you've looked at his yeah, face-off winning percentages, he has been abysmal. He has been awful in the face-off circle. He's been Pepto abysmal because every yeah. time he loses a crucial draw, I want to reach for a bottle of Pepto abysmal and and hope I don't have mm. a gastronomical episode. Yeah, or reach for <sighs> the glass of wine and down it. But yeah. <laughs> Anyway, he's been um, miserable in this. Yeah, I, I mean, though that's just—I wish we had more time, but but that's just that's just the yeah. tip of the iceberg as far as stuff yeah. they need to work on. To we need to, you con- should, uh, maybe we do a special edition on things we need to work on. Well, yeah, m- maybe so. Um, but you know, and I, I was you know, I I was kind of hoping you know some of. The, that's why I was kind of reaching out to uh, some folks who uh, I was kind of hoping they'd have some time to call in and uh, do a quick guest spot and say, Hey, look, you know, I've noticed X, Y, Z on, on, you know, this, mm-hmm. you know, so we can get more than one perspective. And we don't have the corner of the market on how this team does, you know, that's why no. we encourage all our fans to lend their voice. So, you know, if, if you're listening to this and you're probably screaming at, you know, from your end of the, you know, the earbuds, the speakers, what have you, and, and saying, hey, look, they're doing this wrong, too. You know, Guilty. Post, it. <laughs> post it on Facebook, you know, or, you know, tell us you want to be a guest on, on, on the next episode. You know, make your voice heard. We're begging you. We'd love to hear from you. Um, But, yeah. uh, I, you know, when it comes down to it, I couldn't be happier that this team is, is doing what it's doing so far. Yeah. How, yeah. how the they're doing. The day, I am at the end of the day, I'm thrilled overall with this team. Oh yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's gonna, it's still going to be a roller coaster. I mean, you know, it's going to be up and down and all around this year, but I am absolutely thrilled with where we are right now. Way now, better I, than I expected. Yeah, so. definitely. Definitely. So, and I, I definitely think that they will probably, be in the hunt for a playoff spot. I'm still not 100% sure. Yeah, I don't that, know. Yeah, I'm I'm still questionable there. I I think we have the, a great deal of potential to play spoiler for somebody. But I, you know, as far as us getting in there, maybe by the hair on our ass, but I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see how <clears throat> we're doing. I yeah, I I mean I I'm of two minds. I, I would love to see them get back into the playoffs, but I don't want things to happen too fast because I, yeah. I will keep on saying this. I think the year that the year for, you know, stamping down the gas pedal is, is year three of this plan. Not this year. Definitely not this year. And no, this, year, I, this year's more transition 
you know, like you said, and, you know, figuring out the puzzle pieces and where they fit best. Yeah, I, I get that. I, I totally get that. But and this I think I think too many fans have the wrong idea of what's happening, though. And I'll I'll kind of wrap things up by mentioning this there. I'm not going to say who they are, but there there's another caps uh, group or newsletter or whatever you want to call them that posts on Facebook all the time. Um, basically, uh, the, the, the article they wrote was asserting that, um, Ivan Miroshnichenko, the Caps first round pick from, um, a couple years ago or a couple, three years ago, who's playing in Hershey this year, um, is being mismanaged because he's on the fourth line with the bears. And, and yeah, I, I could not disagree more. And, um, I think the premise of that article is that you know, they, the writer think the evaluator, whoever this person is, thinks that Miroshnichenko is, is ready for big time hockey. Now um, he's not, he's still learning no. the game. This, this is year one. He's, this, he's learning the North American game, which is why he's in Hershey. Right. Right. He's like, Go ahead. He, he, people need to remember he's not coming from the North. He's coming from the Russian European, whatever game. Over, you know, they play a little differently over there. So he is learning these North American games. Is he only on the fourth line? Yeah, but it's his first year here. Cut him some slack. He's doing extremely well where he is. Um, will we see him up with the big clubs this year? Maybe for a few games. Um, will he crack the lineup next year? Maybe later in the season. I don't expect to see him full-time with the club until sometime the latter part of next season. Yeah, probably the latter part of next season. I don't think he starts day one next season with us. I think he stays in Hershey just a little bit longer. He needs just a little more seasoning. But from what I've seen, and I've seen him play, he he's once he gets up here, he's going to be unstoppable. He's going to be really, really good. Once he gets the system down and once he figures it out and he's doing it quickly, he's a smart kid. Um, you know, he'll be up here for good. He's not going to be one of these back and forth guys. So, no, I, I, I but, think, yeah, I, I think he's definitely destined for great things. And I think it, it is a great thing that he's starting on the fourth line and he's on the fourth mm-hmm. line and getting the results that he's getting. Right. He's exactly. already got like what, four, five, six goals this year. Uh, something like that. Hold on. I can check. They played what? 20 yeah. odd games. He's getting five goals as a fourth liner. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, yeah you want to see him move up and get rewarded, but if he's doing fine where he is now, what the hell is the rush? Yeah, exactly. Roster. Oops, not the, not the Bay. Roster. Where is he? Where is he? I, I think that's Tango. where I think that's the point of view of, of you know, he's, the, he's played 21 games, uh-huh. six goals, seven assists, six ice okay, case, played 21 games, six goals, seven assists, 13 points. Okay, uh, he's so he's nine. getting he's getting a plus nine. Okay, so he's getting a point two out of every three games. He's a plus nine, which means mm-hmm. which means that he's if he's playing on the fourth line, that He's learning how to play defense as well. Where right. have I heard that before? 
He's had one game-winning goal. Yeah, he's only had nine penalty minutes, so I get nine penalty minutes, but okay. I mean, must have had a five I, and two fours. I just I don't understand what the mentality is with with you know immediately declaring the younger guys and and Ryan Leonard's kind of getting that same treatment too. You know, and and no, by the way, he needs. I I am totally with Marcus on that. He needs to stay. They both need, yeah, they both need more time. I, I, look, I mean, think about it. Look, if he's you only, put, go ahead. How old is Leonard? 18? He's only 18. Yeah. Let him he just, up a he little just bit. started. He, he just started. Yeah. He needs to grow up a little bit. You know, 18 is still a child, you know, I mean, legally and, he's an adult, but he's still a child. Boston you know, College is a great, it's a great, great program. He'll learn a lot. There they are. For sure. He will. Yeah, Boston College. That's where Kale McCarr came from. But I mean, no, Kale McCarr was UMass. But I mean, yeah, anywhere, anywhere northeast, Midwest. You know, you know. Same with Ch- uh, Ryan Chesley and um, what's the other kid's name that we were talking about? Crystal. Um, not Ryan Leonard. Yeah, yeah, Crystal. You know, they're they're still teenagers. Let them grow up a little bit. You know. Let them let them get some seasoning on them. Eighteen year old. I mean, yeah, okay. Nikki came up at nineteen and did phenomenal. You know, you have the rare bird that does that, but um, but these guys, yeah, let them grow up a little bit. Yeah, they. I you think know? they they all they all need more time, which again, you know, let, I mean, lends itself lends itself to the the plan that I have in mind. Give them one two years in development then you know give them a taste I mean, of Chenko's only 19 yeah give them a taste of then eventually give them a taste of you know the big leagues and then see how they do and maybe you know leave them in Hershey for a time if they need it or you know give them give them limited minutes with the big club but there doesn't need to be this rush of calling them up right now. They don't need to replace. Yeah. You know, yes, yes, we've got some older guys who are quite a bit past their prime and, and eventually need replacing. I get right. that. But, but not but right this minute. Not right this bloody second. Okay. So, I mean, think about it. If you put a frozen pizza in the oven, all right, the directions say, Put it in, leave it in at 400 degrees or whatever for 22 minutes. You do not pull out that pizza at 13 minutes and try to eat it. Okay? Right. It's not going to be ready. It's because it's not. There's a reason the directions say that. I mean, it's, we're not, (laughs) it's the same logic applies here. So, I mean, yeah. Will it suck if they miss the playoffs again? Yes, but that's not going to be determined by whether or not a Ryan Leonard or an Ivan Mirashnichenko or an Andrew Cristal or any of or these Ryan guys Chesley. or Ryan Chesley or any of these guys at all does not get a chance with the big club this year. It's not going to hinge on that. Trust me. No, and it's not even going to hinge on it next year. I give this. T- I. I, I I actually almost hope we don't make the playoffs again this year. But um I mean, much as I would love to see it happen, um, you know, it it's 
I, I hate the one and done stealing in the playoffs. But, you know, I don't see us getting deep into the playoffs until at least two more years. Right. At least two more years. By then, I don't really see that. I don't see a cup for at least four years. Well, we're we're talking way down the road here, and and Five years? you know, my my vision, my vision is is you know this year, next year, and the year after, and then yeah. Beyond that, they'll they'll have all an all new core. Mm-hmm. Um. Because so beyond that, yeah, that they'll they'll be set. Uh, so I'm not but worried about beyond I, that. Yeah, one thing I will say is this team right now, and as long as GMBM doesn't screw it up for the next four to five years, we may not make the playoffs every year for the next two three years, or we may not go deep into the playoffs for the next couple three years, but we're going to be hard to beat. We're going to be a tough team. And we're, I don't see, you know, yes, we're going through a retooling, restructuring, re, you know, I don't want to use the term rebuilding because we're not actually doing that. We're not like dumping everybody and starting fresh, but I honestly don't see us going through some of the struggles like Detroit went through, like Chicago's going through, like some of these other teams who have attempted this restructure retool thing, you know, with the talent we've got coming up, we're not going to be, but I don't, I don't see this team being bottom feeders at all for the next no. several years. I don't, you know, we're not going to go through this bottom feeder stage that a lot of these teams have gone through. And this team is very, very lucky that we're not going to do that. that. That I mean, barring serious injury or GMBM does something incredibly stupid. Um, this team is going to be pretty good for the next few years. We may not win a cup. We may not get to the playoffs, but we're going to be pretty good. And we're going to be damn fun to watch. So they're fun to watch now. You know, well, for the, for the most part, well, yeah, with the exception of the other night, but I mean, for the most part, this team is still fun to watch. They still get out there and, and like I said, for the most part, they do make the effort. Even in the games we lose, there is effort being made most of the time. So, you know, it's, I don't know. It's just these downer Debbies and these, you know, it's just like, yeah, you know, I don't, I, don't I, I, don't be, wanna... I mean, I'm not, I'm not want to be, I don't want to be Pollyanna either, you know, because we're, you know, we're not going to see a cup for a few more years. We're not. It's just not going to happen. Well, I mean, I, I now, would I problem... like now? Having said that, I would love to be proven wrong, but well, I, I think <laughs> the prop, the problem is, and I get to some extent that they want that they, you know, the fans that have been around long enough, you know, yeah, I trust me. I'm with you. I've, I've I've been to that mountaintop with you, and I want to taste that rare air again. But you know, you don't you don't rush things. You don't no. you don't climb a mountain by trying to you know leap up. It, it takes you literally have to do it one step at a time. You can't yeah. skip steps when you're climbing a mountain. You you just can't do it. It's got to be done right. It's got to be done a certain way. And if the Caps manage to do it right and develop their guys the right way, then they're not going to be the bottom feeders. They're not going to have to suffer through, you know, a, a, a 20 win season, you know, like in, in yeah. years past. And that, I mean, right. I don't or think. Or an eight win season. Right. Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, those, those of us who can remember that. Um, right. But, <clears throat> anyway, the 
I'm going to I'm going to quote myself here because I responded. I responded to that article by saying pretty much this. There's no need if you've got a vehicle that is running at a good clip on the highway, uh, 50 to 60 miles an hour on a highway. There is no need to take it and jumpstart it so that it it can go 75 miles an hour. There's no need to do that. And that seems to be the point of view of this whole thing. You're still going to get where you need to go. When, exactly, exactly. You're going to get to where you need to go and better to get there in one piece and in good condition in more time than rush things and then completely wreck yourself. Correct. And rushing Miroshnichenko, rushing, rushing Leonard, rushing these younger guys isn't the answer, nor no, should it well, be. Um, no, and what was it, uh, Marcus' example from Buffalo, Yost or whatever his name was? Came up too early and just, where is he now? Yeah. So I, I think that's a good place to stop. But all things considered, uh, they're they're definitely on the right trajectory. And that, that's Agreed. something to take comfort in. Now, you cannot, you cannot make the playoffs in November and December. But. They're looking good, and they're for the most part, they're playing the right way. They just need to develop a lot more consistency, and they need to break themselves of the bad habits from years past. And they also need to, you know, adapt to, you know, some stuff that comes up every now and again. And it's it's painfully obvious this is still a coaching staff that is still trying to, you know, learn as they go. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, it, I'll throw out another analogy. It's, it's like, it's like, you know, uh, making adjustments to a a race car uh, without the ability of having to, you know, stop for a pit stop. You got to do it on the fly, but you know, they're, they're getting there. It's, it's just going to take some time. And so for all the worries that everybody had, I think they're doing just fine is what it boils down to. Agreed. Um, all right, so we're going to go ahead and stop it here. Uh, this one ran a little long, but again, a kind of a you know a special thing we try to do every year. Uh, first quarter poll uh, give us give give uh, you guys an idea if you haven't had a chance to watch all the games how they're doing. So if you're not getting a chance to watch the games, definitely tune in and watch the games. Uh, you'll learn a lot. You'll learn a lot about this team, about the game in general, and you know that's our goal. Help you. Uh, uh, you know, become a smarter fan of not only the Caps but of hockey in general. And uh, right. I guarantee you're gonna you're gonna learn something when when you watch this team the way they adjust because I, I think right now that that's their hallmark their work ethic and and the way they adjust because they don't used to be that being a goal down was a death sentence. It's not not anymore. No, they've learned to adapt to that, and they've learned it, to, they've learned to figure out how to catch up, and they've and they're starting to learn how to play with a lead. Exactly. So that that is that's was, probably one that's probably one of the brighter spots is that they've already learned what to do and what not to do in certain situations, especially when they either have the lead or when they don't. Mm-hmm. So now they just got to do it consistently. <laughs> exactly. All right. And that will um, come. Yeah, it will come in time. And and that's why that's why it's important to you know keep an eye on on the team. Keep on watching the games. Um, all right. So just want to thank everybody for taking part and uh, continue to uh, jump in the chat room and the Facebook room and uh, make your comments. And we do really want to hear from you. And so if you want to 
uh, be a part of the the next episode and beyond, you actually want to talk with us, uh, then then we're available. Uh, DM me in Facebook Messenger. I'll even give out my email. It's G-L-H-A-L-L-O-W-E-D, G-L-H allowed, G-L-H allowed at yahoo.com is my personal email. Uh, Send me a contact, say, hey, I want to get on the show and, and talk about this, that, and the other. And, and you're on. And uh, yeah, we'd love to hear from you. So open door policies, we always say, uh, be sure to catch, uh, well, me, uh, I'm not quite sure who's going to be on, else is going to be on tomorrow, but me. Yeah. I'm Caps off tomorrow Talk, night. Right. I, I kind of figured. Uh, I think Anna will be yeah. there, but I'm not quite sure. Um, but uh, yeah, I I'm usually on. She was, I know Robbie wants her to be on there. I haven't heard. I haven't heard either. There, but. But I'll definitely yeah, no, be. I'm off there. I'm off there tomorrow night, which is fine. Right. I'm yeah, actually. So <laughs> I. You, you I, needed I a night off. I, I actually. Well, I never expected to be on there as much as I was so far this year. I never expected to be a regular on the show. So, Robbie, I am truly grateful for the time you have given me. So, um, you know, I really truly appreciate it. Uh, no, we're we're so, kind of we're heading into the holidays anyway, so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a busy time of year for all of us. So, and yeah. then, um, like uh, Gil said, uh, the Croom Capital Author Change podcast is on Spotify. Uh, I was not on this week as I had another event to attend, um, but Gil was on, and our friend Jared from New York. So, did uh, some good insight there too. Yep. So and lots I don't know, of. Lots of different places you can uh, listen to uh, Caps Talk. Uh, but yeah, I'll definitely be on uh, tomorrow night on uh, Sports on the Hill for the first segment at uh, 9 p.m. Uh, I guess I think I think what we're going to do is kind of sort of a watch along for that first period anyway. So uh, that that's when yeah, the game starts. Yeah, I think that's what. Yeah. All right. So uh, we're going to wind it up here. Um, for So for Cheryl Ann Forster, C4, thank you for coming on with me. Um, Always a pleasure. Yep. For her and myself, the Blue Liner on Point, we're going to stop it here and remind you that, well, I ordered both a chicken and an egg from off of Amazon. I'll let you know. Oh, my God. Yeah. Hallelujah and let's go Caps Let's go Caps This has been another episode of the Power Play Point Podcast All episodes are available from Apple Podcast, the Podbean app BlueLiner77.Podbean.com Now available from Stitcher Music by Joe McAllister Voiceover by Jeffrey Conkle Good morning, good afternoon, and good night, Power Play Point Podcast. Thanks for listening.